Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. And this week we are discussing what I'm calling the goal of Christian living. And I have said that many times we understand what the Christian life is, what we have received, the Zoe, that life of God, the Holy Spirit, we received him. But that must translate to a certain way of life, day to day. And so we must know what the goal of that living is. That's why I say it is Christian living, how we walk, how we live every single day. What should be our goal? What should be our objective as we go about our lifestyle here on earth? What should be our objective? And I'm saying there's a prayer Paul prays in Colossians chapter 1, in verse number 10. That prayer gives us an idea of what our objectives should be in the way we live every single day so the first thing he says is that that you may walk worthy of the lord fully pleasing him so we identified that there's a kind of lifestyle that pleases god there's a way we live our lives that pleases god we should not be deceived to think that because we come in christ bible says righteousness is imputed on us when we come in christ bible says that we are accepted in the beloved bible talks about how we are justified and we see the the extensiveness and the expanse of the love of God, the mercy of God, and the grace of God. That should never mean that irrespective of how we live our lives, irrespective of how we conduct ourselves, whatever we do, it doesn't matter. There is a way of life that pleases God. There are things we do, things we say that pleases God. And I use the example of the fathers of old. And I said we could take those that that lived before the law was given before the commandments were given because people would look at the commandments and say that it is by obeying the commandments that you please god but you see even before the commandments were given there were people that lived that walked with god the bible talks about noah the bible talks about Job. the bible talks about abraham all of these people lived in a way that was pleasing to god so there's a lifestyle that is pleasing to god and the goal of christian living is to live that kind of lifestyle any believer that takes the grace of God and by that chooses to live anyhow has not understood the grace of God because that grace must teach you to live in a way that pleases God now the second thing that Paul prays and that should be the second objective of our Christian living is that he says that we should be fruitful in every good work we should be fruitful in every good work now this is all loaded this is all loaded but we need to understand that one way that the believer is depicted in the bible is like a plant the bible talks about god's people in isaiah israel and he likens them to a vineyard that he planted and he says when he planted the vineyard he came seeking fruits he planted the vineyard he pruned it he dug its edges he you know he prepared it and was seeking fruit in john chapter 15 jesus says i'm the vine you are the branches and he talks about how when we abide in him we will bear fruit so we can see that one of the major themes of christian living according to the bible is to bear fruit a fruit is the result of a seed a fruit is the output as a result of a certain kind of input 
And so, what inputs have we received? What seed have we received? We have received the Holy Spirit. We have received the life of God. We have been born of God. We have begotten of God. All of these things are not an end in themselves. They are like seeds. It's a seed we have received. It's a seed we have received. That seed must lead to a certain kind of fruit. And so the Bible talks about certain things that point us to fruit. The first being the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Bible talks about the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. And so he describes love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, gentleness, self-control, and, and such. What the fruit of the Holy Spirit essentially is, is the manifestation of the character of God. Because we have the seed of God in us, it must now not just remain inside of us, but it must come forth. It must manifest for all to see. When you plant a tomato plant or a tomato seed, when you plant a mango seed, no one knows the tree. Only few specialists can look at a seed or look at a little seedling and be able to tell of what sort it is, what kind of plant it is. The way people identify any tree, any plant, any you know seedling is the kind of fruit it bears. That's how you'll be able to differentiate between maybe a, a plantain tree and a banana tree, for example. It is in the kind of fruit that is born. And so, to bear fruit is to reveal the character of God so that we will know of what sort of people we are. When we walk in love, we are revealing the character of God so that people know we belong to God. We are called to bear fruit because we have received a seed. That seed is the seed of God. The seed of the life of God, the seed of the Holy Spirit. And so, our Christian lives, we, we cannot only be Christians internally. We cannot only be Christians because of what has happened inside. It must lead to a certain manifestation on the outside. It must bear fruit. God is seeking fruit. You know, one other way of also seeing and understanding fruit is this. You know, when you plant, say, an orange seed... It grows and bears fruits, the best fruits. In the fruits you pluck, you'd find more orange seeds. So yes, we talk about the we talk about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but there's also the fruit of the souls of other people. Other people that through you come to know the Lord. And that's why Jesus tells us to go into all nations, preaching the gospel, to go into all nations. Talks about making disciples of all nations. That's why the Bible teaches us about preaching the word of God, about witness, about evangelizing. It is also a kind of fruit. Paul told Timothy that the things I have taught you commit to faithful men who shall also teach others. There's that kind of progressive cycle that keeps going on because we are called to bear fruit. So there's fruit bearing that is in the sense of the the fruit of the spirit, the character of God manifested. There's also fruit bearing that is in the sense of others that come to know God because of you. The last thing I'll say about fruit is this. When you take human communication, when you take human beings, human relationships, the fruit that is born by human beings, the fruit that we bear, in other words, childbirth, is as a result of the highest kind of intimacy. When human beings have sexual intercourse, 
that is when there is resulting fruits. There is resulting a child is born. In the same way, it is when we have become intimate with God that fruit is born naturally. If you are seeking to know how to bear fruit, how to become you know, a better witness for God, how to be able to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you must focus on the intimacy. It is when you have been intimate with God that fruit is born. When you have risen higher and gone deeper in your intimacy with God, when you have had that level of intimacy, you will see that fruit is born naturally. So the goal of Christian living is also that we will bear fruit. He says we will bear fruit, we will be fruitful in every good work. We will manifest the character of God in every good work. We will cause others to come to know Christ in every good work. And I'm saying the pathway to reach that, that stage of bearing fruit, being fruitful, is in going deeper in our intimacy. I wish you a wonderful week. God bless you.